Hello, friends. Welcome to another podcast. My name is Dr. Jason Wiggins, and I am your Gen Z and millennial expert. Welcome to Wednesday. Happy hump day to everybody. Today's date is March 24th, 2021. And as always, I hope everybody is having a terrific day. If you're just starting your day, then it's going to be a great day. If you're ending your day and you're kind of taking a look at your day as a whole, I hope it was a great one as well. Today, we got a great podcast. As always, our podcasts are focused on the motivating, inspiring, and understanding about Gen Z and millennials and those who lead them. So today we're going to talk about a great topic. And this is basically when you're not in the mood. How do you motivate yourself to work hard when you're not in the mood? Have you found yourself just staring at a computer going, Oh my gosh, I have so much work to do. I just, I'm tired. I didn't get enough sleep. I'm not feeling up to it. And I just don't want to do anything. I just don't have the energy to do anything. Think about that for a second. Has that happened to you? Of course it has. It happens to all of us. We all have those time periods where we just are going like, blah, ugh, ah, can this day get over? Well, I'm here to tell you that there are ways for us to get excited about the day and be motivated regardless if you're in the mood or not. And there's a several different ways to look at it. And we're actually going to talk about a total of nine of those ways on how to improve your motivation and get you excited when you're just in the doldrums or the blahs. Number one, the number one way is to challenge yourself. Have you ever been in a job that's extremely boring and it just doesn't seem to challenge you, doesn't get you excited, doesn't wake you up in the morning. The hardest part of motivating yourself to work is getting yourself to actually start. If you have this ever-growing to-do list, uh, the prospect of getting it done can seem impossible. Sometimes it's just getting started. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> Excuse me. When you're trying to get started, that can be the toughest thing. But once you get started, things typically will flow seamlessly. So think about when you're getting started, figure out the best way how you can get something done in a quick amount of time to make you feel like you have made progress. That was what happened when I was working on my PhD, my dissertation. There was times where I just did not want to work on that document. And I just said, okay, if I just write a paragraph, I just write something, it might get me jump-started. And sure enough, 
that's what happened. It, it gets you jump started. That's just one way to do it. The second thing to get you motivated when you're not in the mood. Just first do it. Do it quickly. Do it badly. It doesn't have to be great. Perfection is one of the biggest causes of demotivation. We set ourselves up for the highest standards and you the production you end up getting is not good. So the trick is that once you decide that you're going to work, just start putting something down. It's, it's the first draft. It's not the final in anything you do. But then once you start doing something, improve on it. Another excellent key point is to eliminate distractions. Work often happens when, you're, when you've got nothing better left to do. So one way to make work happen is get rid of all the other alternatives around you. I could do this or I could do this. Well, guess what? If you take everything out of your way, take away the TV, take away the video games, take away the, 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 your friend or spouse or whoever it may be that's bugging you in the ear, eliminate all your distractions that allow you to get things done. Whatever your go-to distractions are, get rid of them. Remember, you know yourself best. And so whatever your go-to distraction is, try to get rid of it and that will help you move forward. Another important aspect, number four, I always like to, this is one of my favorite ones, make sure your goals are realistic. Let's just say you're a, you're a, you're a baseball player and your goal is to hit 400 and you're not going to be happy until you hit 400. Well, the average hitter in baseball hits about 250. When you put that in perspective, they hit the ball one out of four times or less than three out of ten times. So you can imagine the frustration that they may feel when they're not hitting their goals. So that's why baseball is such a mental game. And when you transfer that to what we do in our daily lives, same thing. Don't set your goals so high. Your task list or your to-do list your goal is to get 50 of these things done. Well, maybe you can't get 50 done. Why? Because there's not enough time in the day. And some of these things will take more time than you may have allotted. Again, sometimes if you have 800 emails to respond in a day, you're not going to be able to spend all time replying to 800. You have to basically do task management. Whatever's important, answer them. If they're not, then don't. You have to determine what's going to make sense. And your goals have to be realistic. The second one is do something to recharge. Sometimes you have to recharge your battery. It's like if your battery dies in your car and you decide that you want to go somewhere and you can't go. Why? Because your battery is exhausted. Just like you may be exhausted. You just don't have the energy. So that's why you got to find your go-to fun thing or go-to task that you enjoy. Because procrastination is how draining it can be. 
That's why you've got to find something that works for you. Is it a cup of coffee? Is it a quick walk? Is it listening to something that's going to pick you up like a great song? Or maybe maybe read a chapter of a book? If the motivation to work hard isn't coming to you naturally, take a break, even take a nap. That's the one thing I always did when I was in college is I would take a nap because why? Because I was exhausted. I was working a full-time job. I was going to school full-time. I was vice president of the student body my senior year. I was drinking all the coffee in the world and I held office hours. I was so exhausted that I had no energy and therefore I had to do something to recharge. And the perfect thing for me to recharge was either to lay back in my chair and take a quick 10 minute power nap or take a nap at home. Fortunately, I've always been able to fall asleep quickly. So that works for me. But again, something has to work for you. Just because it works for one person doesn't mean it's going to work for you. So that's why you have to find that one thing that gets you going, that gets you excited. Maybe it's a podcast. Listening to a podcast recharges your battery. Then that's great because that's one thing that we can help you do here. Another reason, when you're doing something, what's the purpose of doing it? Remember why you're doing it in the first place. No matter how disconnected you are from your work, there's always a reason why you have to do the work in front of you. Those trials and tribulations of a company you work for, don't overly concern you. They're at least a reason you're sitting where you are. Maybe it's to feed your family or save up for a dream trip. I've always shared the story that back in the mid to early 2000s, I was doing a job I didn't like and it paid decent money. I, my heart wasn't in it. And I was trying to think, why am I doing this job? I, this is not the job I dreamed of. I already had a bachelor's degree at the time. I was working on my master's degree and I had a job that just didn't get me motivated, didn't get me pumped up, didn't get me excited. So what did I do? I bought a wave runner and I bought this wave runner that I hooked a trailer up to my SUV and took trips down to the, the, the Columbia River there in Washington state and just motored out to the middle of the river and just relaxed. That was why I kept that job. And of course, I only kept that job until I found something that was more pertained to my dream job. But that was why I continued to work for a little while. I had to keep thinking, I have to make these payments on this wave runner. And that is my motivation. So you have to find the reason why you're doing it what your motivation is, and that will be very helpful. Sometimes it's like working out. It's like a workout party, a, a partner. You need an accountability buddy because sometimes our own self-motivation is not going to always work. It is proof that it's much easier if you've got someone else to help you be accountable. One way is to get that extra motivation is 
without is well first of all is to find somebody that shares the same passion in what you're doing or in the same industry or activity uh, that you can rely on to help you uh, talk to a friend who is also struggling a bit with motivation and agree to hold each other accountable maybe it's your workmate whoever it may be but like anything having somebody to share the trials and tribulations will definitely help number eight do the brainless work you've been putting off you don't always have to be firing on all cylinders to have a productive day sometimes when you're not in the mood remember the whole point of this was to talk about motivating yourself when you're not in the mood and sometimes when you're not in the mood just do all the mundane things you have a list just go like you know what these are the brainless activities this is what a you know somebody with the less skill level than i have could get done and i don't have to put much thought into it just knock off those brainless tasks off your to-do list. You know, those will help you clear your plate for when you have a lot of energy. So tomorrow when you come into work and you're excited about the day, you're, you're jumping with glee that you're pumped up with the motivation you did not have the day before. This is the perfect opportunity to start concentrating on the the activities that are going to require more energy require more brain processes so that is very helpful because at the end of the day you still feel like you accomplished something because you did accomplish something it might not have been the primary task more so the secondary task but either way you crossed a lot of things off your list and the last one that I wanted to bring up was give yourself permission to do something else. If all else fails, there's only one thing left to do. Step away and do something else that is productive and something that you actually want to do. Sometimes time spent procrastinating mindlessly, you know, browsing through social media to dodge work is completely wasted. You don't want to be on social media. Just You're just not motivated to work. If you're not getting anywhere, then give yourself permission to give up and go and do something else. The key is worthwhile. Not spending time surfing the web or social media. Maybe pick up a great book that you've been wanting to read. Uh, find an alternative or learn something new. But something that is worthwhile that's going to help you Maybe learn a new task or help promote you and your abilities to do a better job and to be more of an asset to your organization. So those are some things that I'd like to make sure that you understand. And some of the final thoughts that I have on how to motivate yourself to work. Everyone has days where they struggle to get work done. If you're not motivated to work, you're not alone. You are by not close to far alone. You're, you're just got to learn these tips we provided, the specific nine tips for how to motivate yourself. So now that you have these tools, and again, let me recap those tools. Uh, number one we talked about was challenge yourself to just start. 
Number two was first, do it badly. Don't be a perfectionist. Just get started. Put something down on the paper. Start the project. It doesn't have to be perfect. Number three, eliminate the distractions. Number four, make sure your goals are realistic. Don't set yourself up for failure. Number five, my favorite, do something to recharge. Recharge those batteries. The car battery is dead. Jump start it. Get a move on. Number six, we talked about, remember why you're doing it. Don't lose sight of the importance of why you started something. Number seven, find yourself an accountability partner. Find yourself somebody that can help you motivate, recharge, and, and move forward. We talked about the workout partner. That is a great way to keep, have somebody hold you accountable. Number eight, do the brainless work you've been putting off. Do those secondary tasks. They don't need to be primary. And last but not least, give yourself permission to do something else that's worthwhile. Learn a new trick. Learn a new trade. Find something that gets you excited. And so those are some of the keys. If you're not feeling it, you're, you're just in one of those blah moods. You didn't get much sleep last night. You're, you're not happy with your coworker. You're not happy with your boss. You had a bad experience at home. You're just not in the mood. Well, first of all, give yourself a break and then utilize these tips to help you find a way to connect back with your work and you will feel like you have accomplished something and you're ready to tackle the next thing that is in your way. So again, I appreciate everybody's listenership. You guys are absolutely amazing. As always, if you have ideas or, or, or critique or criticism or whatever you'd like to share with me, feel free to reach me at Jason at jwigginsconsulting.com or via our website, Gen Z and millennialexpert.com. And if you ever would like to find yourself a good read, meaning as we talked about finding something else worthwhile, you can also pick up my recent book on Amazon, Millennial Leadership, Everything You Need to Know, How to Understand, retain, and motivate Gen Y leaders. So thank you, as always. If it's in the morning, afternoon, or night, be safe, take care, and catch all my previous episodes if you have not had a chance. Thank you. Bye-bye.